Hey. You made a weird noise in the middle of your... Uh, I know, it went a bit high. It I did, didn't know did. I had that in me. Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. It feels like that week between Christmas and New Year. When it does a bit. We're, not in, we're out of season. Yeah. Feels... All bets are off. Yeah. We're not exactly sure what's going to happen in this episode. We don't know what day it is. We've we no idea. We've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> We're even more going by the seat of our pants than usual. <laughs> than and I, for one, am excited. Me too. Me too, <laughs> indeed. Because we are between seasons. Betwixt. Betwixt. What, 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 people use the word betwixt sometimes. What does it mean? It's, it's just between, but different. Posher. Yeah. <laughs> we are betwixt seasons. So we, we finished season eight last week. We did, last Thursday. Final episode was Hangman. Yes. I've got to say, I'm not just saying this because it's our most recent episode <laughs> and, uh, you know, it finished off the season. One of the most fun episodes I think we've done in ages. Definitely. I had so much fun. I had so much fun editing it, recording it. It's just really funny. And one of the longest episodes uh, we've done in ages as well. I think we did one hour 20. I mean, go back and listen to, listen to it if you're not ready to, to understand how bad yet how much fun Hangman is <laughs> as a movie. Yeah, it's... It's dreadful, but it's hilariously bad. It's just a movie that fell apart at the seams within a couple of minutes of it starting, Completely. but was, I, I thought it was an absolute hoot to watch. <laughs> a hoot? Yeah. It was a hoot. Al Pacino was in it. Yeah. He was a hoot. Yeah, he really was. How somebody so good at acting can do some acting that's so bad, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it was terrible. I, I can't remember for a long time seeing a movie that's, seemed to think it was so clever and was the epitome of a movie that is not clever <laughs> somebody i was on reddit the other day and somebody put in what's the movie that feels like it was written by an ai yeah and it's a hundred percent hangman <laughs> it feels like it was written by an ai and then cast by an ai and then acted by ais <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah they, you... they, they face scanned al pacino and carl urban and Brittany snow onto some yeah 100 nobody surely. you typed into chat gpt write me a movie about a serial killer playing a kids game it would write you hangman yeah and then you right. could say cast this movie and it would cast that movie that those actors in that film yeah. that's exactly what's happened it's bizarre <laughs> it's, anyway it's dreadful but it rounded out season nine, eight yeah bottom of the stream i think it finished fourth from bottom yeah it did something like that i i think we said at the time the best worst film of last season yeah because the most enjoyable fun. fun i've had for a long time terrible <laughs> terrible indeed anyway I, how have you been i've been good uh yeah, yeah uh I, yeah i've been good been up to much uh what did you do what have i done since hangman that is a good question <laughs> which you haven't asked but i will answer uh, <laughs> that's kind of what i asked yeah uh i, I i'm desperately filling while i'm trying to remember what i did at the weekend uh i'm not really i can't help you because i didn't do anything, anything this back. it's a really quiet one <laughs> i i made my lawn i made my lawn did boring adult stuff like yeah. that uh, I don't think I really had any adventures this weekend. I made uh, some pita breads in my pizza oven. Oh, how was that? That was nice. I've been eating them all week at work. Yeah. Been good. Still got a few left. What are you filling them with? Salad. Anything. <laughs> no, nothing interesting. Just <laughs> salad. But that was my most exciting thing of the weekend. Oh, I actually lit the pizza oven twice in one day. Oh, yeah. I made them and then I did myself a pizza. Lovely. Mm. Well, I mean, you have got form, to be fair. When we we went out for a pizza... A yeah. few months ago, you had a pizza to start. I did. Pizza for main course. Yeah. And finished it off dessert. with a dessert pizza. Free course pizza. <laughs> that was good. We should go back there. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> bana- I fucking love pizza. The, the banana pizza for oh, dessert. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love pizza. I defy anybody to not love pizza. Do you like a banana? Where, like, does, where does it rank in the fruit scale for you? I, I don't eat a banana. Yeah, you wouldn't snack a. I wouldn't pick chow up on a banana, them, but I like banana flavored things. Okay, but I don't like the texture of a banana. Right. So I would. I like like banana milkshake or banana okay. ice cream or banoffee pie. So that was like a ro- roasted banana. Yeah, it was on like a pizza, a, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so like fried barbecue bananas are nice. Yeah, a bit of foil on a barbecue, a bit of honey. I don't mind that either, but. I just I'd, I'd never pick up and peel a banana. No, see, I, I would. I quite like a banana. Yeah. As a it's the texture for me. Something weird about them. They can get a bit. Grub, a bit you don't want to get a grainy one, do you? No, you don't want a grainy one. <laughs> no. <laughs> they always look damaged as well. I look. There's a fine line for me. I like mine a bit harder. <laughs> if I was going to eat one, it'd have to be soft. I couldn't eat a hard. No. One. So no. Not, I'm not talking. So full, you're talking like green. Not full on green, but a bit of green. But left. more on the green side. So I think. And then once it starts to spot, then you, I'm, then I'm out of it. Yeah, okay. I, I, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. They always look bright. They're always like either bent, funny, or brown <laughs> or green. They never look right. They always look bruised. You got a short window, short window with the yeah, banana. True, I think to to have optimum banana. No, 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 if, no. if somebody said to you, you can have any fruit now, what would which fruit would you pick? What's your favourite? Oh, uh, you're not a big pineapple guy, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not. I've never been a big fan of. Food that turns to water. <laughs> citrus citrus fruits. No, I don't mind an orange. But that turns to water. Yeah, I know, but that's got a nice taste. I don't, but I don't like a pineapple. Pineapple's gushes in you, doesn't it? It does, does gush in you. <laughs> so, <laughs> pineapple, yeah. watermelon, grapefruit. Yeah. They're, they're, the gushes. They're watery the stan- fruits. Your standard gushes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that sensation. Okay. I'd Probably a stra- maybe a strawberry as a, as a, mm. as a good choice. You know, I think I I really enjoy a good pineapple, but again, there's a short window, and it, it's really difficult to get the pineapple right. How do you know when right? a pineapple's ripe? You can just like, taste it. Yeah, I know, know, but from the outside, how I don't do you know? know. I've never figured yeah. that out. I don't know. There must be a trick to it. You probably like have to knock it three times, and if it yeah. knocks back, it's fine or something. I don't know. <laughs> or Sometimes it, I buy them from the supermarket, and then I'm like, never, never know what day to eat it on. Yeah. I didn't think we'd go this deep into fruits chat. I'd pick raspberry. I fucking love raspberries. Uh, do you know what? It'd be <laughs> it'd be high on my list. I think you can do a lot with a raspberry. Just yeah. like, I mean, in how you eat it. Because like, you mm. can just, it's quite tart, quite refreshing. But also, if you have raspberry, right? And you, <laughs> you like put your tongue in. <laughs> yeah, you always have to tongue the hole. <laughs> you tongue the hole. Yeah. And then like. And then you, burst it. Yeah. yeah. And But if you really want to take your time, you can like even pick the, the pods apart. Mm. And then you got the seed for later I'm with as well. You. <laughs> I'm just, with you. Like, I fucking love raspberry. You can really go to town on a raspberry and make it last. I think I'm going to go out on a limb. I think raspberry and white chocolate is the best flavor combination. It's a good combo. I think it's the best. You said to me before. I think you you said it to you know on a, with our, with our sort of friendship group. You know, if you if you could have coolie in your raspberry coolie in your kitchen taps, you probably would. I probably would. I love fucking love it. <laughs> I'm swearing too much. I apologize. You're passionate about fruit, raspberries, fruity boys. Yeah, sure. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> sold, sold, done. Absolutely. <laughs> Pair of fruity boys. I mean, look, this is the sort of content you can get every week. From <laughs> Most weeks. <laughs> this is what happens when we're out of season and the world's gone just tongue insane. in a fucking raspberry <laughs> until the wheels fall off. Anyway, <laughs> we've got a fuckload of Netflix news, have we not? Yeah. Swore again. What's wrong with me? Quite a lot. Um. 
Where should we start? Let's start at the start and move start right along. And it wouldn't be an episode of The Wave without talking about a cancellation at Netflix. This one has surprised me. I'm going to say it. I'm surprised it surprised you because I'm pretty sure I remember in the Discord you saying this is going to get cancelled a few weeks ago. Oh, did I? <laughs> okay. Because we'd seen some numbers oh, and it had yeah, dropped. Yeah, it did. The first week was good I think and then it dropped off. I think and it that, surprised me because I enjoyed it. But then I also didn't enjoy bits of it. We're talking about Lockwood and Co. We are. Which has been cancelled after one season. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. It is a shame. It's I feel a, like it could have gone somewhere. Joe Cornish. Uh, was, yeah. who i really rate mm, i same. like his stuff uh, but i say i like his stuff i've not watched lockwood and co i'm part <laughs> of the problem don't watch it <laughs> it's good but there's no point watching teenage it, ghost hunters yeah absolutely that's the thing you know uh yeah cancelled after one season uh, apparently uh, variety quote a netflix source who say that netflix were very pleased with the show and the work that had gone into it but the viewing numbers meant it did not meet the threshold to greenlight a second season. Cancelled by algorithm. Yeah. I really hope those three actors have a career out of this. Because hmm. especially the main guy, the guy who played Anthony Lockwood was fucking brilliant. I swore again. <laughs> I do apologise, everybody. Um, yeah, he was great. And the other two were great as well. Uh, Variety also notes that Complete Fiction, which is the production company behind Lockwood & Company, uh, will continue to work with Netflix as they have a number of other projects in development. Cool. Okay. That is Joe Cornish, Edgar Wright, Neera Park and Rachel Pryor's production company. Some good names there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, but... Look, not everything can land. No. Unfortunately. Cancelled by algorithm. Yeah. And and Netflix, to get, not to give them credit, but to be fair to them, we we know what those thresholds are. Yeah, they're pretty pretty open with that now, aren't they? If they're not met, you won't get in a second season. Yeah. Next story. Uh, mystery solved. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> remember unsolved mysteries? I do. There was about three seasons. That's really quickly, and then it went away for ages. Yeah, it did. Uh, well, <laughs> well. Uh, it has been reported that uh, a missing girl, Kayla Unbehan, uh, that's probably, I've absolutely butchered that, <laughs> I'm sure, uh, who was uh, a subject of one of Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries I remember episodes, this episode. Uh, was found alive in North Carolina wow. last week, six years after being allegedly abducted by her mother. Uh, she is now 15 years old. That's what happens when nine-year-olds go missing for yeah, six years. It is. That's just math. <laughs> That's just basic math. Uh, November twenty-two. She was on uh, that episode. Was aired. Yeah, I remember it. I remember watching that episode. Uh, and wow, I wonder if it's anything to do with Netflix. Well, it, it, the 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 police uh, the police say that she was recognised from published media. So yes, then I think so. <laughs> you know, and if it's not from the the episode itself it's from newspaper articles saying in the area saying yeah uh, local girl featured on netflix and yeah so netflix have done a good thing a woman at a clothing uh who works at a clothing shop uh contacted authorities saying she uh she she thought she recognized the girl that's impressive from seeing an image of a nine-year-old and then recognizing it as a 15-year-old uh kayla's father ryan is Isirka said, I'm overjoyed that she is home safe. Uh, in a statement released on 
in conjunction with the National Centre for Missing and Exploited Children. Excellent. Well, yeah, good. I want to thank the South Elgin Police Department, the National Centre for Missing and Exploited Children, and all of the law enforcement agencies who assisted with her case. We now ask for privacy as we get to know each other again and navigate this new beginning. Wow. I wonder yeah. if Netflix will do a series called Solved Mysteries and have like a true crime drama about it. I mean, look, you've got to have water under the bridge, obviously, but if Netflix maybe come on knocking on his door and say, Do you want some money? Yeah. Who maybe, maybe. That's it's good to good to hear of a uh, yeah, a a good result, I suppose. Cool. Uh, Netflix have uh, in not so good news for Netflix, been warning <laughs> uh, UK broadband service providers that they may have some angry customers ringing their call centers over the summer. Right. Because of the whole Netflix password crackdown thing. Cool. <laughs> Like this is news. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, I, they postponed it. The rollout in America this week. Yes. So, as I predicted, they would. So. And and it is still TBC when yeah. this is happening over here and in and in the states. All I would say on that is they are severely overestimating my internet service provider. <laughs> if they think they're not used to having angry or unimpressed customers. Yeah, hundred percent. Because it was down for a, a day this week yeah. as well. So. Uh yeah, <laughs> I'm just not worried. I think they'll be able to cope. Although yeah. <laughs> uh, the article uh, in the Financial Times, no less, oh. does say that uh, the ISP providers are reportedly, in inverted commas, concerned of that the looming crackdown could result result in blowback. Blowback? Yeah. Oh no. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'd be black. I think I might be pretty happy if I got some blowback. But <laughs> at your age, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it was Mother's Day on Sunday, I think. In the States. In America. Don't tell me that when I'm like, not, fuck. Not over here. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this was like a, a nice bit of planning. I assume Netflix, it was. But on Friday was released The Mother. Yeah. The Jennifer Lopez starring action flick. Yeah. It's done quite well. Netflix's biggest opening weekend for a movie this year so far. Uh, It has gone past Luther, Fallen Son, which was the previous leader for the year. Which surprised me a bit, actually. That surprises me a little bit. Uh, 83.7 million viewing hours over the first... Two days. First weekend. Wow. So yeah, biggest opening weekend for a Netflix movie. Excellent. Uh, I think it's probably got a good chance to hold on to that until Extraction 2. Yeah, I would think Extraction 2 would probably in not let off. July, I think yeah. it was. I think it was. Are you going to watch The Mother? I nearly watched it last night. Okay. But I didn't. I watched something else, which we'll talk about in a little while. Um, it was between the two, and I went with the other one. So I will watch it, I think. Maybe I'll watch it over the weekend. Okay. Yeah, I've not got to it yet either, and I, but I think I think you can see me watching it. See what Does do you think that the this isn't a thing against Jennifer Lopez because I I reckon I actually think she's that feels like to me a good person to, to cast in this kind of movie. Yes, but do you think that sort of how can I put it star power? Are you thinking star power coming to a certain age? Then wanting to, then doing this action movie. 
Keanu Reeves and John Wick. Yeah. Brad Pitt in Bullet Train. Yeah. Uh, Bob Odenkirk in Nobody. Uh, you get into your fifties, you start making action movies. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, old older person kicking ass. Is that trend? It's becoming a genre, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like you've mentioned it. You're right. It is. Yeah, it's, and it seems to be successful. All of those movies you just mentioned are very successful. Yeah. Do you think there's a tipping point? Maybe. I don't think we're there yet. Depends. It depends how far down we the star train we get. <laughs> but but then Jennifer Lopez. She's not exactly a movie star, is she? I'd say it's been a while since she's concentrated yeah. on movies, isn't it? Yeah. But I think that is a good fit for that kind of movie. Yes, I, I, agree. Ju- I just don't know how long that genre can, keep, can be keep effective. Going. No, I agree. But it it is at the minute. Yeah. So let's start okay. with it. Cool. Cool. Nice one. Next. Uh okay. Next is that. Uh, we've had the first look this week at Glamorous, which is a Netflix show coming in June. What is Glamorous? Uh, it's an LGBTQ plus Netflix show. Okay. And it focuses on a gender non-conforming young queer person, uh, Marco Meja, Meja, who is played by Miss Benny. Okay. Uh, and uh, they play someone who is st- Stuck in life until they land a job at Glamorous Cosmetics, working with a very familiar face. And that familiar face is Kim Cattrall. Wow. Who stars as a legendary makeup mogul and CEO of Glamorous Cosmetics. Uh, This kind of sounds like the devil wears Prada, but in the world of makeup rather than fashion. Fashion. But uh, this lands, yeah, lands in Netflix next month. If you were going to say to me, I need you to cast a legendary makeup mogul who is the CEO of a cosmetics company, I would go, why don't you just cast Kim Cattrall? Because <laughs> that seems like ideal for her at this point. Yeah, because you kind of like, it's the Netflix, she's the Netflix version of Meryl Streep. In yeah. the, it's a similar age. You know, Meryl Streep's not going to do this, plus she already did that movie 10 years ago. Yeah. But, and the rest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but she's... She's Netflix affordable, but instantly recognisable. And yeah, you know and she'll she, smash it out of the park. Yeah. She's got... A, there's And Kim she's got Petrelli's a following in that world exactly as well, hasn't she? So say, it's yeah. canny... Kim Petrelli's going casting. to sell that sort of role yeah. to people. Hmm. But I feel like that show might do well. I would expect it to do very well. Yes. When agreed. it arrives on Netflix. Cool. And I bet it's a lot of fun. I'm quite interested. Yeah, I bet it is actually checking it out when it arrives cool i'm going to do the like i was in two minds of like should we do cover this story okay but because it really makes me sad right but <laughs> i think it's quite important and and it's one of those just sort of what yeah. is this world coming to <laughs> stories and that is the fact that a, a florida teacher uh has been well she's quit her job and she is under investigation uh, for playing a Disney movie in class. Uh, the Disney movie in question is uh, a movie we've talked about before on this show, uh, Strange World. Yeah. Do you know why? Could you? Would you like to guess why? I can why? have a guess why. It's very, like this you say, it's very depressing and Given very that we're in, in Florida. Uh, yeah, the, a number of parents complained because she showed this, uh, this movie, which has... Uh, it's a very... It's a small part of this movie, but... Uh, it features a, a a gay character, yeah, and and the fact that there are two 
teenage boys who are in a in a relationship. It's it's unbelievable. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Uh, and the and the parents complained that this this teacher was forcing her views on the children. She just put a movie on. Imagine, imagine I, even five years ago, right? There's a news story where a teacher's been sacked for playing a Disney movie to a kid. Yeah, that's a, exactly what's happening. A PG-rated movie, PG-rated Disney movie has been played to a bunch of kids, and the teacher's been sacked for it. That is terrifying. Yeah, that is terrifying to the state of the world. Uh, the the teacher, Ms. Barbie, said she resigned from the school because of politics and the fear of not being able to be who you are within the public school system. I salute you, 100%. lady. Uh, and uh, yeah, one of the members of the school board said it is not a teacher's job to impose their beliefs upon a child, uh, adding that the movie opened the door for conversations that have no place in our classrooms. I would say that is exactly the place these conversations Where else are they going to... For God's sake. It makes me weep for the state of the world. Ah, oh, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, I think maybe just... Let's send the meteor down now and let's just finish it. <laughs> We're done. I think she, we've done. Uh, the, uh, I think we've had our time on this planet now. Let's, <laughs> let's time for somebody else, somebody else to take over. I mean, good on her though, because she's... Did, Let the cockroaches have a bit for a bit. Good on for the teacher. She did an interview with CNN and said, look, the... the the, the school board is out of touch, basically. The students are already talking about things way beyond what this movie covers in school. The door that this the the movie the school board are talking about being open, it's been open for a long time. Yeah. Uh just Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane. Um what 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 is the whole comment? I'm done. That's just yeah, but I it think does, it's time for us to. Move it does on. go go to, you know, go back to the point of talking about Strange World that it was snuck out on Disney Plus. Yeah, it really was. It was it's a really a weird movie. situation. Yeah, because Disney made this movie and then didn't almost didn't want to admit that they made it. Yeah, it's really not a big part of this movie. Not that no. it's a big deal if it was a big part no. of the movie, but it's it's yeah, unbelievable. That it's is, disgusting. It is disgusting. Fuck you, Florida school. I think that's the first time we've had a a, a a bit of news that started with well, it's not Florida man, no, a Florida teacher, Florida maybe as close as we get. <laughs> Florida leaders, fuck them all. Anyway, let's move on to something more cheery. Okay, uh, triplets dead. <laughs> Fucking hell, <laughs> who's killed the triplets? Uh, of course, I'm talking about the sequel to the movie Twins. Oh, uh, okay, well, that's a shame. <laughs> Because uh, Ivan Reitman, yep. who directed Twins, yes, had in in the works triplets, yep, uh, which was going to reunite Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They had also potentially been talking to Eddie Murphy, okay, who played that makes sense, the third brother, uh, who then dropped out, and Tracy Morgan was in talks wow, okay. to to play that role instead. Well, Ivan Reitman is no longer with us, no, uh, and. Schwarzenegger, in doing sort of his press tour for uh, his forthcoming uh, Netflix series Fubar, and also his Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, also arriving on Netflix, yeah. has been talking about triplets and says it's not happening anymore. He said, and this is a direct quote: "Jason Reitman fucked it up. Wow, he stopped the project when his father died. Uh, Ivan really wanted to do it. I wanted to do it. Danny DeVito wanted to do it. We've got the f- we had the financing, but Jason said I don't like the idea and put a hold on it." 
I mean, that is his prerogative to do. Yeah. I guess, but it's a shame. He's got a Ghostbusters movie to make. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jason Roman's going to have a big future. I'm sure we'd say never say never. What a family. But, we talked about... Uh, yeah, we did. Obviously, I- Ivan, who's, yeah. sat, like we say, sadly no longer with us, but he made an appearance this season on bottom of the stream yeah. by proxy in a futile and stupid gesture. He did. Uh, we talked about Catherine Reitman the other week yeah. with Working Moms and then obviously her brother Jason. We've got the full-on Reitman collection going on this yeah. season. Right, man. I don't want to be wrong, man. <laughs> if I can be right, man. Absolutely. Uh, interestingly, and as a bit of a tease, Arnie also said he was developing another movie okay. with Danny DeVito. Right. What are they working on? Don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's something as legally close to twins as they can do, do they without... Need a, do they need a Reitman on board to do twins? the twin sequel? Maybe not. Depends on not... the right man. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think the... Right, Ivan Reitman would own the rights, though, would you? You'd think... I feel like we've said right too much. Yeah, we have. <laughs> You'd think a studio would own it. You wouldn't think... Who knows on the com- yeah. complexities Obviously, of they don't, that because that's... you feel like it could happen without them otherwise. Yeah. Cool. That's a shame. I haven't seen Twins in... Uh, no, me neither. 30 years, maybe more. <laughs> what Was Twins that good? I, 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 I genuinely can't Couldn't remember. Tell you. Like, I haven't seen it for It's many, just one of those years. 80s movies that people always talk about, <laughs> isn't it? Let's talk about some bottom of the stream alumni. Okay, let's do it. And let's talk about Melanie Linsky. One we of love our Melanie Linsky. Carl Urban. Mm. <laughs> he's got some making up to do. I, let's put it that I think way. we like Carl Urban, but not when he's been on this show. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> well, they are both signing up along with Jermaine Clements. Okay. For I Object. I object. Which? I object. <laughs> I object. I well, there's a comma in there, so I'm also like I robot, as in I'm an object. Yeah, I think okay. so. Uh, which which definitely makes sense once you hear the synopsis. Okay. Uh, a movie which is being written and directed by Andrew Nichol, uh, and it's a movie that follows a ten year old character called Tom grieving the loss of his father and unable to relate to the people in his life. He takes refuge in the everyday objects around him. Drinks can lids, suitcases and untold numbers of everyday objects reveal their true faces and speak to Tom and help him on his healing journey. It is a mix of live action and animation. Can I just say that's one of the weirdest synopses I've ever heard. But my brain couldn't stop thinking, drink cans don't have lids. (laughs) From the very moment you said it. They have tops, bottle tops. Yeah, but this uh, that says cans. Okay. Drink can lids. Well, maybe... Drink maybe, cans don't have yeah, but That's the whole point no, of them. No, but you know, like... <laughs> so, when you open a can, yeah. we just you just have that small orifice, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you get, like, if you open a tennis ball... <laughs> can oh, like a Pringles balls, can. Yeah, then you... But neither of those are drinks cans. No, but what I'm saying I know is, what you're saying. maybe in New Zealand... They do. Some There is a brand that... Uh, I don't know. Oh, why am I defending it? I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's just the I'm first not thing you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. I was just listening to you su- read the <laughs> synopsis. So I was, all I could think was, drink can't stand up, lid. <laughs> uh, sounds fun, though. Yeah. Uh, the loopy. <laughs> One of the producers, Nat McCormick, says, I, ob- I Object is a unique and heartwarming story about the power of imagination and the importance of finding hope in the darkest of times. Sounds a bit Pixar-y. Yeah, it does a little bit. 
Yeah. Cool. Look. It's going to have a story to it. I think it sounds all right. Yeah. We we mentioned Andrew Nichol last week. That's because he's also doing the sequel to Lords of War. Yeah. With Cajun Skarsgård. Yeah. He's, he's, he's shipping the rights for both of these at Cannes over the next month or so. Nice. Big, big few weeks for him if he can sell them. <laughs> hmm. Exciting. I really like New Zealand. I would love to go to I'd New Zealand. I'd love to go to New Zealand. Like, I like things from New Zealand, <laughs> like sheep and cricket and kiwi. I like kiwi fruit. Kiwi fruit's good. Again, though, you have to get it right, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you do. You don't want a hard kiwi fruit. But I also like... They turn to water in your mouth. They're a gusher. I wouldn't say they would... Yeah, they're probably on my limit of you like, gushiness. Because they're small. But you can get them... I, but I don't mind eating a hard one either. Oh, uh, see, I don't like a hard one. But they're a pain to... Yeah, they yeah. are a pain to get. I used to work with a lady who just ate a kiwi fruit like it was an apple. Or skin and everything. Skin and everything. Oh, no, you didn't want All it. in. She would eat the whole thing. Yeah. There'd be nothing left. I like... Even the knobbly <laughs> bit on the top. I do like the New Zealand sense of humour, though. Yeah. Like, I Flight of the Concourse is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like most of Taika Waititi's stuff. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel an affinity with New Zealand. Let's go. All right, deal. We'll take the show on tour. Oh, I don't. That'd be amazing. Pop me the stream on tour. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Brilliant. Uh, let's talk about some more bottom of the stream alumni as of last week and how amazing is that picture <laughs> of Al Pacino? Like, he has been on holiday and had a good time. He looks like he's been on holiday, had a good time, and then died. <laughs> And then been brought back to life. It, it, <laughs> it's terrible. It, that is very, it, again, a very weekend at Bernie's Al Pacino. You can, you can go and find this picture on Empire Online. Uh, I will put this, it in the Discord. This is the news the story that, I mean, I feel like just casting these three together could be a total car crash, but I kind of want to. 100%. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to watch it. Al Pacino, John Travolta, and Shia LaBeouf. And that's not even the whole cast, because also joining them are Viggo Mortensen and Courtney Love in a new movie from David Mamet. And that is a thriller called Assassination. I feel like David Mamet's got some sort of pain in his life. <laughs> that is not going to be an easy film to wrangle. <laughs> And it's a, a lot of personality and ego on that set. It's a period piece set in 1963. Okay. <laughs> uh, assassination is set during a crucial justice hearing against organized crime. The head of the Chicago mob orders the assassination of President John F. Kennedy Jr. creating a deadly conspiracy while altering the fate of a nation. Cameras roll in September in Vancouver. Wow. I want to know who Al Pacino is playing. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, there is some de-aging needed. Yeah, very much so. Uh, look, Al Pacino, again, go back and listen to our uh, Wave episode last week uh, on our Real Talk. This is putting Al Pacino with John Travolta. That's the wrong person from Face Off. <laughs> That's true. It's bad that in those picture, that picture there, John Travolta looks the best out of the three of them. And <laughs> Having seen John Travolta recently, that's not a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, but Al Pacino looks like he's having the most fun. <laughs> it looks like he's had the most fun recently <laughs> and then died and been brought back to life. Assassination. Will it will it end up in cinemas or will it end up at the bottom of the stream? Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> next. Uh, next in our movie news is Idris Elba. Okay. Uh, going behind the camera. And in front of the camera. At the same time? And producing. 
he's a triple threat. Nobody wants to work with Idris Elba. <laughs> All at the same time on a new movie, a refugee slash prison thriller. Is that a genre? Nope. Well, it is now. Okay. Infernus. Infernus. So I think I might be uh, Latin for Inferno. <laughs> I would have thought Inferno was a Latin word. Oh, yeah, maybe. maybe <laughs> I don't know. Uh, in fairness, he will produce, direct, and act in this. Uh, it's about a UN human rights activist called Donovan Kamara. Great name. Played by Idris himself. Sent to investigate reports of refugees being illegally detained inside a US black site prison. I hope it's on a submarine. <laughs> Uh, a seemingly simple task turns deadly when the world's most dangerous inmates break free. Kamara must work to safely extricate all the refugees whilst going head to head with a brilliant criminal mastermind. Um, being sent to investigate the reports of refugees being illegally detained inside a US black site prison does not seem like a simple task. No, <laughs> I did. I thought that as well. <laughs> First, how's he going to determine who's a refugee and who's a prison yeah no because <laughs> they'd definitely like swap clothes and try and confuse them yeah of course they would just let them all <laughs> uh elba said i'm excited to be back in a director's chair partnering with millennium media in fairness is a gripping thriller with a relevant and intimate human story at its core wow uh, they're gonna film some of it in a new movie studios in ghana oh interesting. split between ghana and london this production nice that's cool that is cool show off some love to the new new countries uh and yeah idris elba good for idris guys working yeah, it sounds on. pretty standard idris elba movie but good for him to get behind it <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm laughing at <laughs> would you like to be taken up the shard <laughs> absolutely <laughs> well Daisy, Rid- long time Daisy Ridley is being taken up the shard by director... <laughs> what does that sound so bad? It by... sounds worse than the actual three. <laughs> by director Martin Campbell. Okay. Uh, Martin Campbell has directed uh, multiple James Bond movies. Yeah. Goldeneye. That's a really good one. Yes. That would like relaunch James Bond. It did, yeah. Also Casino Royale. That was, that was yeah. Daniel Craig's first one. It was, indeed. Uh, well, he... It's going... Was GoldenEye Pierce Brosnan's first one? Yes, it was. So he just does first ones? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So he's due one. <laughs> he is He is going to direct Cleaner. Cleaner? Uh, would you like to guess what Cleaner's about? Is it about the person G- who... Given that you know... It's about the it's Shard. It's something about the Shard. It's an action movie, presumably, because it's a guy who directs James Bond films, and Daisy Ridley's in it. Is That's it about Daisy Ridley, play, Ridley playing a window cleaner who cleans the Shard's windows? And then she sees something going on through a window and has to stop it. You're pretty much there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Okay. Uh, when a title gives away the entire plot of the film in one word, that's impressive. I'm, I'm impressed you went for window cleaner, right? It's, because it's, it's the, the shard, shard and it's yeah. just a big glass building, yeah. isn't it? Uh, Daisy Ridley stars as an ex-soldier turned window cleaner. <laughs> Excellent. Who battles a batch of eco-terrorists in present-day London. There's plenty of eco-terrorists in present-day London. And the movie largely takes place 90 stories up in the air on the Shard's gleaming glass surface. That sounds so much fun. (laughs) Campbell said to Deadline, Cleaner is a nail-biting thriller, unique and original in its characters and setting. (laughs) Die hard. (laughs) 
Much of the movie. And this is going to be on the outside. <laughs> takes like place. that one The Rock did. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the side of the shard, hundreds of feet up in the air. I want the audience to be up there in a stomach churning, vertiginous experience. Vertiginous? Yeah. Has he made that word up? Okay, fine. <laughs> Produced by the same production team behind Greenland. Okay. This is Gerard Butler's Amazon movie last Half year. decent. Yeah. Uh, this has also been shopped at Cannes next week. It says Cannes next week, so there's going to be loads of yeah. stuff coming out of that. Cool. Up the shard. Take her up the shard. <laughs> it just sounds so rude. Okay, one more bit of news. Okay, cool. Now, please, with the caveat that this is based on Netflix US. Okay. Uh, Collider has done an article this week on the best hidden gems and underrated movies. All right, stealing I, the thunder. <laughs> I thought it would be interesting to see if any of the movies they had on this list uh, that we may happen to have come across. I uh, 100% might steal this graphic. And, <laughs> and you may not be surprised to hear that, yes, some of these are have been featured on our show. Oh, really? But I think you might be surprised which ones they are. <laughs> okay, let's go. So if you just go down and stop when you see something you recognize, uh, I would say. Okay. I don't want to pay, uh, pay too much attention to the, some of the ones on here because, it's like I say, it's a US Netflix-based... Are we going to be able to add some to our list? <laughs> Possibly. Can we steal I've, some I've of this I've not article? done that, that research yet uh, because some of them may not be available. The first one you'll recognize, I can yep. tell by your recalling, <laughs> is something we did in Season 7, and that is The Land of Steady Habits. What do you remember about The Land of Steady Habits? I remember the man who couldn't get it up, <laughs> but he kept sleeping with people from shops. Is that basically what it was? It was, be- yes, Ben Mendelsohn yes, it was. was divorcing his wife yeah. and was picking up ladies in Bed, Bath and Beyond. <laughs> and it was kind of a movie about his, he had an awful relationship with his own son, but a good relationship with like his neighbour's son. Yes, it got Charlie to Hannon, didn't it? That's right. Because he's really good. Uh, There's been yeah. a couple of things on the show. Would you, would you like to know what Collider say about it? Yep. Uh, they say that sorry <laughs> that's fine my phone i will my, click on my it phone, so you can read it my phone's stored uh, they say it's an honest look at a search for happiness uh, stemming from the lead character's estrangement from his wife and son and his newfound friendship with a drug addict with a hint of humor <laughs> the land of steady habits is a drama about choices and regrets that doesn't actually say if it's any good to be fair I- don't think I would, I would call The Land of Steady Habits a hidden gem. I also think a hint of humour is more of an insult. That than is a... an insult for a film that's trying to be funny. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of... I, what I remember of it is that I kind of liked some of what it was trying to do, but it fell flat. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't the... It wasn't... Yeah, it doesn't stick high in my memory. Agreed. Still going? That's fine. You You keep going and see what else you can find. I, I also think there's a couple on here which I wouldn't say are hidden. No, that's not hidden. Uh, one of which is I'm thinking of ending things, which I remember being pretty yeah. uh, high up. You know, it's a Charlie Kaufman movie. It's got Jesse Plemons and Tony Collette and David Dulles in. That that is was pretty widely it released, was, yeah. I would say. Uh, oh, an no. interesting one in here, which I think we do agree is a gem we because do. it won season it's seven. seven. It did. Is Wheelman. Yeah. Uh, Frank- Wheelman is a hidden gem. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's a totally great, little, great little movie. Uh, 
Collider says, if you are looking for a tight, pulpy thriller under 90 minutes, Wheelman has you covered. Yeah. Wheelman was great. Uh, it was. It was really great. I don't uh, know if I'd call it pulpy. Frank Grillo uh, on the phone in a car for 80 minutes trying to... Save his family. Yeah, because a, a, a drug deal and had himself. gone wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wheelman won season seven. It's a great little movie. Yeah. It is a hidden gem. It is a hidden gem. They're so right on that one. One and one. Yeah, one and one. I'm definitely going to look into some of these movies see if I can add them to our screen. <laughs> uh, the Two Popes is not a hidden gem. No, it, 100%, it was nominated was like, for Oscars. It was. <laughs> it's got Jonathan Price and Sir Anthony Hopkins. It was. Everyone, 100%. this was widely promoted. Yeah, this is probably one of the gem. most famous Netflix yeah. movies of all time. Stop get Ballad of Buster Scruggs is not, not a, hidden a hidden gem. gem. It was a massive Netflix release five yeah. years ago. Look at that cast. You can't have a it's hidden a, it's gem. It's a Coen Brothers like movie. Yeah. Yeah. James Franco, he, Liam Neeson, Brendan Gleeson. That rhymes. <laughs> Collider need to have a think about what is a hidden gem. They do indeed. There's an argument that Okia is neither. I agree. That's, that's yeah, a, I totally agree. Hugely successful Korean movie. I think the fundamentals of caring has been on our list. Might still be on. And list. came. I don't know if it still is. is. Did it come off? I think it might have come off Netflix UK. Possibly. Because it was on. It definitely was on the list. But again, point. good cast: Paul Rudd, Craig Roberts, Selena Gomez. Yeah. His house is a wonderful movie. Yeah, good movie. One of the best horror movies of recent. I think time. I'm prepared to give this a pass as a hidden gem. Yeah, because it's British. Yes, and it's an American list. Yeah. So I I don't think you would necessarily come across this in the states. Agreed. Really but good movie. It's one of the best horror movies of recent years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. According to Collider dot com, uh, the ten year old uh, <laughs> Ron Howard directed Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Brühl starring biopic Rush is a hidden gem. No. It's an Oscar winning <laughs> movie starring one of the most famous actors in the world. Yes. Directed by, by one of the biggest directors in the world. It's not a hidden gem. It's not a hidden gem. However good the movie is. We're, we're better gem. at picking hidden gems in yeah. this place. I also <laughs> think Hunt for the Wind of, Wilder People, not a hidden gem. What a great film. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Beautiful. We talked about Taika Waititi earlier. Yeah. He's, he's, that's a great film. Yeah. If you've not seen that, check it out. I've seen that as well. The Ritual is on this list. That's a... British movie as well. So that's it's like Stag Do Gone Wrong. Stag Do Gone Wrong, yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, Hail Caesar is the uh, Cohen Brothers movie they did before The Ballad of what Buster Scott. What have Collider got against uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen? <laughs> they're, they're kind of a big deal. Yeah, they are. <laughs> can't, be a, can't be a hidden gem. Uh, I believe, I think there's one more of our movies on okay, here, possibly at down, the bottom. Getting down here. 1922 is on this list. That's the Stephen King movie. Okay. And is that good? Yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. Thomas Jane's in it. It's really good. Mute. Mute. Mute is on here. Mute. Remember Mute? I do remember Mute. Duncan Jones's follow-up to Moon. Yeah, it was. And it did not do well. No, it didn't. Uh, when it, is it, a hidden when it was released. I mean, it's messy. Yeah. It's... I, I My memories of Mute is that there's a good movie in there somewhere. Yes. But I don't think it quite came out on the screen <laughs> i remember alexander skarsgård being very good as the lead yeah and me being really uncomfortable that paul rudd was playing a pedophile, pedophile. <laughs> yeah wow 
Is of, it a hidden gem? No. I don't think it's a gem. Mm. I don't Parts remember. of it are good. I don't remember hating it. No. It's the reason Skarsgård's in the Captain's Gallery, because it's one of the three or two or three films he's yeah. done. Yeah, I just thought that was an interesting. That is an interesting article. Bar- barometer of comparison for, yeah, for some of the movies we've we come across. Some on this show. some podcasts somewhere picks proper hidden gems. Yeah, whereas that you really have, won't have heard of. Yeah, Collider, where they've just gone through and picked some movies up in there. I imagine <laughs> what they've done. There's a hidden gem section on Netflix. Yeah, they've just gone. So through they've that. just gone through that. Yeah, but I am definitely stealing that graphic because <laughs> that's a Netflix logo in a gem, and I like it. <laughs> Cool. Good news stories. That's all the news. That was a lot of news. I think it was a lot of news. It was a it's lot of news. for most of the runtime of the wave. Have. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what happened to my voice then. I thought we were going like opera for the remainder <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Joe, I've watched a couple of things. Okie dokie. One of which you reminded me of. I, I'll go with the TV show I've watched. First. I've watched the whole latest series. I say the whole. There's like, I think it's six episodes, maybe seven. Of, That's a whole uh, series? Of Queer Eye, which is okay. back... I always talk about Queer Eye. You do, when you it's love back. Queer Eye. It's brilliant. It always will be brilliant. <laughs> it will make you cry. It will make you laugh. And look, some of the, the human stories on this show are just fantastic. And you, I always go in thinking, how much, how much better can you make a person feel by just <laughs> giving them a haircut, <laughs> teaching them how to cook a couple of dishes, throwing a carpet and a few lamps in their house and but it's more than that you know you get to know the 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 people and it's a real reward for people who've been through tough times or or you know really struggled through life and uh it's it's a it's just a genuine pleasure to see people's confidence increase through an episode Mm. and 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 put themselves out there in the world it's it's a real feel-good show i I love queer eye i've only watched a few episodes of queer eye and that's when i've been at your house and it's been on so maybe I need to get into it a bit more. Maybe I'll watch this season. Yeah, do it. I, I just, you know, you can put one on, and I, I, yeah, I just, it's a great show. It's mm. not. It's just. It's a good thing in the world to have. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Cool. I will watch so it. Go and watch. I will, I will pledge now. It. I will watch it. Uh, and you reminded me. I've watched a movie because I've watched it too. Yeah. Uh, and that is freaky. Yes, I watched I, it. Originally, last night. I thought it was a Netflix movie. I didn't no, realize it's not. it wasn't. It's five years old. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. I, I watched it too. I thought it was great. Okay, I have to make an apology first. Okay, because I thought Peyton List was in it. <laughs> because the I understand why you thought Peyton List was in it, especially in the the thumbnail looks yeah. exactly like her. Yeah, uh, but it and, isn't. But it isn't. It's the latest. The girl from the new Ant Man movie. Yeah, um, Catherine somebody. Yes, her. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it? I. I overall I liked it. Yeah. I did struggle a bit with the first 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, I'd agree with that because it's I so I knew the concept going in. So it's a, it's a freaky Friday type situation. Yeah. Except Vince Vaughn who is a serial killer swaps places with the high school girl. Yeah, the girl he was trying to murder. Yeah. And I think that's a cool com- it's it's a cool twist on a old concept the director apparently wanted to call it freaky friday the 13th but he wasn't allowed the oh, studio that's allow a shame that's a real it's, shame it's a much better title yeah my issue was with the first 15 20 minutes was i wasn't expecting how hardcore it would be yeah like, it's pretty pretty violent doesn't leave anything on the table no. with some of them deaths no. which I, i'm fine with that I, it just wasn't my expectation yes and 
having seen Vince Vaughn for so many years being this gentle, giant, comedic thing, I, I, it, honestly, it took me 10, 10 to 15 minutes to just get on board with him brutally slaying people. <laughs> I guess that's fair because I, as you know, don't watch a lot of comedy movies, so I don't have that relationship yeah. with Vince Vaughn. So I didn't feel that. I just thought he's quite tall, quite good, lumbering. Yeah. So serial killer, sure, slasher. definitely. Towers it's a, above everyone. It's a, basic, it's a parody of slasher movies yeah. and of body swap movies in the same, at the same time. How, wouldn't and Vince Vaughn's playing a teenage girl? Was he's brilliant. Bodies. He's brilliant. Perfect cast. He plays yeah. a teenage girl very well. Yeah. And the girl played him as a lumbering psychopath really well. I thought it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, overall, it. I enjoyed it. It was a nice Much better than I was surprise. expecting it was going to yeah. be. I thought I'd just chuck it on and probably end up turning it off. I, I was always surprised, A, like you say, how old it was. Yeah. And B, that... It kind of snuck through. I'd never heard of it. No, I'd never it, heard of it. it. It doesn't seem to be a movie that's ever made a splash. No. Because uh, I just thought it was fun. I did. It, it had a very Friday the 13th feel to yeah. it. And a very Freaky Friday feel yeah. to it. And it was great. Some of the deaths were brilliant. It was brilliant. a good mashup, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, it worked really well. It's a nice little parody movie. Uh, some of the deaths were really good. When she, when, he kill, when she kills the teacher. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was really well done. I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting to. So I would, I would recommend Freaky. Yeah. I would. I'd second that. Oh, something else I wanted to say about it, and it's gone out of my mind. <laughs> well, it'll come back. It will, but it's gone. <laughs> um, I also watched another film. Okay. This week, I watched Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Okay, how was that? Which is the sequel to Escape Room from sure. a few years ago. With oh, why do I start that? Why <laughs> like, do I you always, always do, do that. that? <laughs> with <laughs> trying to pull a name out of the back of your brain, and I know it's never there, and I still do it. <laughs> Taylor Russell. Okay. It's got Taylor Russell in it. Um, so I quite enjoyed the first Escape Room movie. Have you seen the first Escape Room movie? It is on Netflix if you do want to check it out. I think I have, yeah. This one is hot garbage. <laughs> so it starts off, it's a direct sequel, so it starts off pretty much straight away. The story carries on. Yeah. And so they don't feel like they need to build any story up or okay. tell any story during the whole movie. It's basically just people in an escape room until they're not in an escape room anymore. <laughs> and then the film ends. Fine. And... There's no story to it. There's no rhyme nor reason to what's going on. There's no right. explanation of to how this has happened. There's no tournament. Okay. But, <laughs> it's just it's what it is. false advertising. It's, basically, the escape room has been done a few times and the people who've won it have been put back together in an escape room Fine. to find out which one of them can survive as the best. Right. But that's all it is. Okay. So there's no tournament there. It's just an <laughs> escape room. Um, yeah, shit. <laughs> It's terrible. Compared to the first one, it's terrible. The first one's really good. This one's not. I think that's all I've watched. Okay. I finished season one of From. Oh, yeah. So that's I, that's a huge recommend okay. for me. If you're any sort of Lost fan or that sort of genre of TV show, From is for you, definitely. Okay. The, the the cliffhanger at the end of the first series is very brave, uh, but it has been recommissioned and really, really well done. You're excited for season two. I'm excited for season It's already started in the States, but it's okay. not got an air date over here yet, which is annoying. It can't be far away, though. It can't be far away. And Silo is still going on on Apple TV. Yes. The third episode of that came on on Friday. This is coming out on Fridays. Uh, their third episode of that was just as good as the first two. Excellent. So I'm excited for the future of Silo as well. Good. Really, really good. I don't mention Ted Lasso much on this show. No. Um, that Because that comes out every week, but it's really, that's also great. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of positivity in our Discord about this week's episode yesterday. Okay. And I didn't have that same vibe from it. I'm not as excited about some of the things that are happening than some of the members of our Discord are. Right. I don't want to give anything away. I um, but 
I really need to I get... feel like something's happened too soon. Yeah, I feel I feel I like I'm really missing the train on this show. You 100 percent need to get into Ted Lasso. It's yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant. I yeah, uh, I saw the first season and I never really went back. So you should just just because not because I didn't like it. Yeah, you just yeah. never. If you don't yeah. have Apple TV, yeah, so you that's exactly what happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I've watched though. I've still watched. I've I've done a couple more making funds. Okay. <laughs> have we got a have we got a guest? Possibly, but <laughs> that's fine. I've done a couple more episodes of Making Fun. Uh, that's really good. Making Fun is Making Fun is really good. I've enjoyed that. And that's about it. I think that's all I've watched. Cool. What are we doing next? We didn't do a room talk this week. No, we didn't. Because... Because we forgot. Well, <laughs> well, no, we didn't forget. It's just we're out of season and yeah. didn't... We thought we'd just see what happened this yeah. week. With, things, are, with the uh, things are all up in the air at the minute on the show, so we yeah. don't know what's going on. Why is this door opening on, on its own? <laughs> we, have a, we have a ghost. We've got a ghost. Freaky Thursday. So all we've got left to really do is talk about the Botskas. Yeah. So this time next week, yep. there won't be a wave. No. You will get our annual award show. Well, you will. Released as a podcast, the Botskas. Recorded last evening, if everything went well. Yeah. So uh, that is a <laughs> <laughs> that is an award show which takes the very best and the very worst and the something in between of... The movies from the last couple of seasons yes, of the show. It does. We had we had some little guest appearances because yes. I'm gonna have to try and edit around that. And it's gonna be tough. <laughs> Nick's kids are in the house and they're being <laughs> little puggers. I think we're being spied on. We're being watched. Well. Yeah, so we've uh, never done this being watched before. Which <laughs> apart from last night, coincidentally. <laughs> yeah, so if you're a member of our Discord, yeah, uh, you will have had the opportunity to watch the Botskas live. You will last night. Hopefully, hoping it all all went well. It, it went was, absolutely. It, was a good show. it went smooth as a nut. Good, and you know, because it went so well, we might do a bit more there in the future. Hopefully, that's the uh, plan. But yeah, that'll be out as a podcast as normal next Monday. Next Monday. So, do we want to reveal the Botskas ca- categories while we're here? Yeah. So, so we've got some new ones. We've got rid of some old ones. Yeah. Um. But so I think we've got. What did we say? Twelve altogether. I think so. We will we will reveal the nominations on the night. Yes, but we the will, nominations we will, will be revealed on the night. But these are the categories. With what the categories are. Shall so I start? You do one. We'll do them in order. Okay. You do one, I'll do one like that. Fine. Uh, shiniest Gem. Essentially the best. The best movie. Best movie. Yeah. Or favourite movie. It's got to be in there. Every award show has it. Yeah. So why would the Botskas not have it? What every award show doesn't have is an award called The Biggest Waste of Time. Yeah. Which is basically the worst movie. Yeah, we hated this. Yeah. Uh, a new... Ca- a new uh, a new category for us. You are our favourite character. Yeah. This is all about character. Yeah. Who's the best character we've seen on the show the last two seasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then to go opposite that, we've got Man Overboard, the character you want to see go in the sea. Yeah. Basically the worst character. <laughs> yeah. Who really couldn't we stand. Yeah. Uh, best performance by a human being is yes. next. We don't do... That's your acting, We don't gong. do gendered awards. Yeah. Best performance by a human being. Categ- and then that goes up against worst performance by a human being, <laughs> yeah. which on this show is much easier to pick. <laughs> I think they might both be quite uh, highly fought <laughs> categories. To they be will fair. indeed. At the most memorable moment yes. in a movie. What's the best scene we've seen? Yeah. I like what you did there. Thanks. <laughs> it was completely unintentional. <laughs> uh, best death. We see a lot of death on this show. <laughs> we do, we really which do. one was the most entertaining? Uh, the anti gaslighting award. This is, is the new, new. This is the new one. We need to talk about this one. So if if I wasn't constantly bullied 
and Gaslit by Adam. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is our chance to both pick a movie that we just want to highlight and we feel has been ranked too low. Yeah. We're one movie each. Because the other the person seasons. disagreed with it. Yeah. Basically, out of the two seasons, which movie in the stream tables should be higher? Yeah. And we pick, we'll pick one we'll each. We'll pick other. one each. Yeah. <laughs> We've called it the anti-gaslight award because I get accused of gaslighting a lot and it's not true. <laughs> um, best performance by a non-human. Sure. So it's something that's not human has done a performance and we're going to give it an award. Absolutely. At the most batshit crazy movie. Yeah. We see a lot of batshit movies. What's just off the rails mad. Yeah. And then the final award would be the Drowning in the Stream Award. If you, Which super famous actor has ended up on our show? Yeah. And why? <laughs> basically and we see a few we do see quite a few the, this category's highly fought this year probably more than ever i think yeah when we're talking about who we've seen pop up in season seven and season eight this yeah. is the toughest this category is this ever yeah i think this one is definitely 100 percent. and then we will as usual induct two more people into the captain's gallery that is our hall of fame yeah the two people every year go in i'm going to try and list who's already in there okay Mason Blair. Yes. <laughs> it was going really well. It was going really well. Who's the girl who was in Sierra Burgess as a loser? Yes. Her. Um, Nick Cage. Yes. Michael Monroe. Yes. Alexander Skarsgård. Yes. And one more. One more. <laughs> who went in the same year as Skarsgård? I can't right? remember. <laughs> you, you can edit this out. <laughs> I nearly wrote them down. Who is it? To say who it was as well. well. I will find that out and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, so there'll be loads and loads of awards being given out. They will. The episode will come out, like Nick said, uh, next Monday. Yeah. It will have already been recorded. You will have already missed the fact that you could have watched it live with us on camera. Um, but hopefully that was a lot of fun and we're going to do some more things like that 100%. in the future, hopefully. Yeah, there's a few little surprises we've got lined up. I'm yes. really excited to do it. Me I too. have done Can't it, wait. which we did. Yeah. You, the the past future it. thing's really weird. I know, it's yeah. not, not ideal. <laughs> we've even spent some money on some new cameras. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all in on this. Right, I think we've done a wave, Nick. We sure Perhaps have. An out of season wave. Yeah. A bit more unusual. We've got nothing left to I talk really about. I really enjoyed it. Had I fun. did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's gone for about an hour, so that's fine. Spot on. Spot on. So, yeah, come back here next Monday for the Botskers 2023. Cheers. Bye.